Hello, I am Chris from the Geek Peak Podcast, and I am very excited to introduce my two friends here, Miles. Hello, I'm Miles from the Distump Podcast. And Josh. Hi, I'm Josh from the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. We are very, very excited to be doing a brand new podcast together. We are joining forces, and we are going to be reviewing horror movies. It is called High on Horror. That's going to be our podcast where we talk all about horror movies. We're going to review them, and we're even going to have some audience participation. I hope you guys are excited. The show will debut on the first day of fall, September 22nd, so be on the lookout for that. Until then, you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, at HonHPod, where we'll be pumping out quality content all the time. And remember, life is tough, so why not take a break and get high on horror? Hi, I'm Josh from the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. All month long, I'll be joining Miles and Chris on the disc dump to talk about Masters of Horror Season 2. And now, let the show begin! Hello and welcome to the Disc Dump Podcast. This is the show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide, are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it? Our Halloween Spectacular is proceeding forth as I am joined by our the always hosts of October. We've got Josh from Four Nerds by Nerds. And Hank the Podcast Cat. And Hank the Podcast <laughs> Cat. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Chris from the Geek Peak. What up, Chris? Hey yo, what's up, gents? We are in the home stretch of the Masters of Horror season two. <laughs> Three episodes after this one. <laughs> we just des- we deserve like some kind of podcasting medal after getting through all this. It's like we covered this and reviewed this. You don't even have to watch these movies. We can tell you everything about them. <laughs> like I'm sad for this to be over, but at the same time, it's like it got me through both of these episodes that we're going to be recording today because I was like <laughs> Fuck yeah, there's only two left, boys. <laughs> like, let's fucking do it. Because yeah, these are awful. <laughs> these ones really were. So the one we're talking about for today's episode is called uh, We All Scream for Ice Cream. And uh, general thoughts. What would you guys think before we break down the scene by scene? Not to be punny, but they were really scraping the bottom of the ice cream bucket here for this concept. Like, it was the concept of this was so freaking stupid. Like, the level of stupidity that was accepted. They paid money to make this shit. I cannot believe they put this on AMC. Like, yeah, like, as I was watching it, I was like, not only did they pay money to make this, they had an entire like cast of people fucking working together to make this as good as they can make it and i'm this is where they fucking landed was I, we all scream for ice cream like what the fuck <laughs> now fellas this was not this was stupid as fuck 
But this was nowhere near the worst episode we've watched. Oh, dude. I, okay, so here's, this was extremely <laughs> enjoyable. This is a self-report on my end because I actually thought there were parts of this that were super compelling, and I was like, "Why? Why are they? Why?" They pulled out all the stops on the worst script. Well, there was so much weird shit that didn't make sense in my brain that what had nothing to do with the writing that I was like, <laughs> I was mesmerized the whole time. Pop what, fucking, what's his name? Papa George. <laughs> <laughs> They're all supposed to be friends from like elementary school. Papa George, like 35 years older than everybody. Else. <laughs> Everyone's like 40. <laughs> Papa George's like 70 years old. <laughs> Papa George, like it took so long for me to figure out everybody's relationships with each other again in this one. Like, I was like, this is just like that other one where there was like the men who hated all the women. Like, I have no idea who's related to who and how. Screw fly solution. Yeah, that one. Jesus. So, um, this movie starts off with it, it's immediately dumb. Immediately, as soon as this <laughs> begins, it's stupid. So, uh, there's a kid who eats ice cream and his dad turns into melted ice cream. <laughs> well, no, no, it's more ridiculous than that. The father is in his pajamas on his knees begging this. <laughs> Give me that ice cream cone. Give it to me, son. Don't eat it. And this kid's like, you shouldn't have grounded me. And bites, <laughs> opens it and bites the head off of this human-shaped ice cream bar. <laughs> like the dad couldn't have just swatted it the fuck out of his head. <laughs> or grabbed him. Or put his hand in front of his mouth. Any of the numerous options. Also, how the fuck did he know that that was going to happen to him? <laughs> it was like he had a fucking pistol to his head. He's like, please, son, don't do this to me. <laughs> Dude. Can we talk about the fact that this movie is made by someone named Tom Holland that is not our Tom Holland? Yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah, but we that this is Tom Holland's second episode this season. Really? Because we talked about Tom Holland last time because he directed an episode. He directed like uh, Fright Night. Oh, and he was right, like yes. a producer on the Gremlins and stuff like that. Yeah, he uh, so he did Fright Night one and two, and then he did a bunch of twos, like a bunch of sequels to very successful horror movies that were not good. So I, I, uh, there's some things about this that were good. Like there's one scene in particular in my head that I was like, that was fucking awesome. But the rest of it is not very much like that. So uh, after after the kid eats the ice cream and his dad melts. Uh, it becomes clear that this is just a grown-up, gory episode of Goosebumps immediately. Like, yes, it is. What this is, it's, there's no like absolutely R.L. Stein wrote this. I don't care what it says, who wrote it. It was R.L. Stein. It so, would have some stupid title like "All My Friends Are Ice Cream" or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it pretty much is that. So. Uh, I have Grandpa Hates the Kid is my next note because I didn't know who fucking Papa George was or whatever the fuck the guy's name is. <laughs> what was happening with this funeral for the guy who turned into ice cream? Like, oh, you mean the the man, Papa George. Papa. Who is giving the worst eulogy in history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like, I'm not going to tell you there's butterflies and rainbows out there. And like, when you die, that's it. You just kind of did. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he was basically like, I'm not going to say this dead guy was a great person, even though I'm about to reveal that he was one of my best friends <laughs> in the history of my entire life. <laughs> Oh my god. Just by virtue of being friends with me, you can't be a very good person. <laughs> so, uh, Grandpa George, or whatever the fuck his name is, Papa George, he apparently hates the kid that ate the ice cream that made his friend turn into ice cream, but he doesn't know any of the details of it. He just hates the kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like completely forgot about that kid. I thought he was going to be, for like from the beginning scene there, I thought he was going to be like the Antichrist or something. Because <laughs> oh he was God. the evilest looking kid in the fucking world. He was staring <laughs> at Papa George like he was going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Papa George. Oh my god! I just and then I wrote someone who is related to the kid who died, whose dad died in some way, wants ice cream. And then I wrote parentheses Lane. So Lane is our main character, but but it took me a, a minute to figure out who the fuck that dude is. Um, is he famous? I'm assuming Josh would know of anyone. Uh, he's been in a few things. He's he's like a that guy. Like mm-hmm. oh, it's that guy. He was in. Uh, <laughs> I think he was in Armageddon. He's this. Um. He was in the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jessica Biel. Mm-hmm. He was in the one that came out uh, after that, that. That was like a prequel with the, yes. with the girl from Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in that as like a biker whose girlfriend gets taken by the Chainsaw family. But I'm like, this dude's like 45 years old. <laughs> like he's, <laughs> he's acting like he's this young, tough guy. I'm like, this guy has lower back pain for sure. <laughs> So uh, Lane is the main character. I don't know what his job is, but he does an awful lot of investigating and speaking with authority. So he's a detective. I think he's just a rich white guy in the suburbs. Okay, because so, yeah, I don't think he ever goes to work. <laughs> no, and he's like they call him. So okay, hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, so <laughs> um, the town drunk has it all figured out after like ten shots. He's like, you know what it is? It's the the evil clown man's turning them all into ice cream. And everyone's like, oh, you ten <laughs> shots in, nobody believes you, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And then a we man we a man we later find out was sexually assaulted when he was a child. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Why do yeah. I remember that? We know. Oh, we'll get to it. We will get to it. <laughs> the flashbacks were just real hard to fucking watch for me because it was like poor man's it, a hundred percent. It was absolutely it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, someone really blah blah blah. So there's creepy kids walking around with quarters in their hands, and it's like they're just staring at people and shit for no fucking reason. And uh, it turns out that at night the kids' parents get real sleepy. Is that happening at someone else's house or my house? What? There's like a bunch of sounds. Did you just hear a bunch of sounds like people's voices? <laughs> Hold on a second. There might be somebody in my house right now. Give me one second. This is weird. Here, I'll start it back up now. Okay. okay uh, Jesus Christ. You asshole. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were going to be funny off mic. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Leave the first part in. <laughs> where so where I go? Oh my god! I think someone's in my house. <laughs> yeah, Miles, Miles is okay. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! So, um, anyway, we were talking about kids with coins that were just being creepy for creepy sake. Make that your commercial break, where you do your promos and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw a little suspense in there. <laughs> Like, oh my god, did he just go to an ad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like put in a, one of those pre made ones, Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there were uh, there were kids with coins. Oh, okay. So, the explanation of that because the, the wife picks it up immediately is that at night the parents get real sleepy and the kids walk outside with quarters and buy murder sickles. And they <laughs> eat the popsicles and it makes their parents melt. And so that's the premise of this fucking movie. Yeah, get some sweet revenge. Sweet revenge for the fucking... Oh my god. <laughs> and the layers just keep on a-coming. <laughs> <laughs> they really you, they definitely went for a moonshot <laughs> with this one. They're like, we're going to throw everything in the kitchen sink at this, except we're going to pick the dumbest concept to go all in on. Right. Like it's, I felt like they were trying to get to a word count with this one, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this needs to be a, a fifty-minute movie. Can you make a fifty-minute movie? And they're like, I can make an eleven-minute movie. And they're yeah. like, well, you're yeah. the guy for the job then. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just do that five times in a row. And ladies and gentlemen, spoiler alert. You wait till we get to the next episode, because I think that one is even worse. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think this one was worse personally, but we'll get to that. So, um, so okay, the uh, the clown. What did you guys think of the clown? We finally get to like see him it, pretty close to the beginning with his terrifying makeup on. What do you guys think? Do you guys like clowns in general? They don't scare me like they seem to terrify people. Mm-hmm. They, I'm not. I'm not really phased by clowns either. But I, I, I personally thought he was actually a pretty compelling villain in this. And like, I liked the clown overall, especially once you get the backstory. But like you said, poor man's it. It's like it meets uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I feel like the only way they know how to make clowns look creepy is to make them like gross you know what i mean yeah. like they'll like, oh, just gross them up a bit and then they'll be they'll be scary but the actor i've seen in a ton of other stuff and i was i was like man he's doing a really good job in this yeah who, who is he that's william forsyth he's been in a fucking ton of stuff he's in uh he's in halloween he's in rob zombies halloween oh he's he's the stepdad <laughs> Oh, the, the stepdad guy. Yeah, okay. the ones are like, I'm. I can't go to work. I'm all broken up over here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so clown, yeah, clown was kind of scary. Uh, like I didn't think he was poorly done. Uh, the actor did a pretty good job. No complaints with the actual clown on my part. Except like his backstory is it's something so uh i have 1950s dad is sick of throw or okay so this scene didn't make any sense because there's a car from the 50s just gets thrown in the mix here <laughs> and it, it, it doesn't make any sense and it appears at random times 
So uh, somebody whose dad is driving this 1950s car goes, gets out of the car and goes into the woods and starts throwing up. But instead of throwing up like a normal person, he puts his hands over his mouth and turns it into like when you put your thumb over the hose and make it shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he do that with his puke? Like, who the fuck? <laughs> so gross. Uh, I don't know, but I liked it. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know who this dude. Like, what relation was this scene in the movie? Like, I still don't know. That was the drunk dude at the bar that was being driven home. Tot, right? Uh, toot. 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 Yeah. Toot. So he's okay. the he's like the runt of their group. When we flash back to them as little kids, he's like the littlest one. Mm, okay, that that part escaped me. And then his kid ate the ice cream, and he melted in the woods. Yeah, and this really skeezy biker guy, so who was also he's at the funeral, and Virgil. he he's their like unofficial fifth member. Because he's the worst person in the planet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a little fucking sociopath. Oh my god. Yeah, we'll get to that. So, um, we cut back to Lane at his house, and he bangs his wife after a bunch of boring exposition, and yeah. no boobies, no boobies at all in this one. Um, and yeah. then I wrote, "I'm calling it now." The lead guy is actually the clown. Turns out that's not true. Um, <laughs> And then I noticed in the first flashback, we get a flashback to them as a group of kids. And the kid from Bad Santa is in their group. The fat, <laughs> the fat yeah. curly-haired kid. Yeah. Young young Papa George is played by the fat <laughs> kid from Bad Santa. Oh, my God. Yeah, Who young... fucking... They, they, they reveal this... What is his name? Vic? Virgil? Verge. Verge, as they kept yeah. calling him. Uh he's like a piece of shit like bully that just always hung around with them and forced them to do bad shit and would like beat him up. But like he immediately gets the main character in a headlock like, hey, fuck you. And big kid from Bad Santa, young Papa George is like, <laughs> like trying to get him off and struggling, but he towers over him. It's like fat kid from Bad Santa would have fucked that kid up. <laughs> Dude. The fact that you keep calling him Young Papa George is <laughs> that's, that's who it is. That sounds like a rapper. Yeah, Little Papa George. L I L Papa George. Oh my god! So yeah, the the kid from uh, the kid from Bad Santa's in there, and uh, Young Verge is a real piece of shit, and. Um, they, uh, that's when I wrote, of course, these characters fucked with the clown, and that's why he's back, and that turns out to be true. Um, <laughs> these are just added layers. It's like, hey, you know what we have here? We got a bully, and now we got a, an origin story for the fucking ice cream man. And then, hey, he's up, maybe he's mentally challenged. <laughs> and, it's, and then it's like, hey, even another twist, he doesn't have a nose. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> that scene was so goddamn stupid. So the, the mean kid pulls the clown nose off of the guy, but it, they drew a lack of nose on him with Microsoft Paint. Like, it looks so fucking terrible. And Why didn't he have a nose? Was that explained earlier? I thought maybe I just missed something. Because he's like, no, he's just like, oh, he's mentally challenged, so he must also be disfigured. Yeah. 
He's mentally challenged. He doesn't have a nose because he's mentally challenged. Like, what the fuck? But don't worry, folks. We gave him a driver's license, and we let him hang around small children. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So I didn't know Papa George like was supposed to be the same age as everybody. So I was like, "Why are we concerned with what this bartender thinks about everything?" Like the the first like five times we show him after the funeral, he's a bartender. Yeah, you mean the bartender that looks to be the who I assumed at first was the main character's father. Right, that's what I thought too. Especially with the fact that he keeps calling him Papa George. So, for some Papa reason, George Senior. For some reason, they call the main character, whose name escapes me, at Lane. They call Lane and Papa George out to the woods to be like, "Look, this guy melted." And I was like, "What credentials does the bartender have to be there?" Yeah, like, didn't you think about calling the police? <laughs> I, I was like, "Main dude must be a cop because he's like asking people questions and stuff." <laughs> no, <Nope>. he's not. <laughs> he's, He's a concerned citizen. He's just a guy with a slightly attractive wife. Yeah, She's not a bad looking woman, but we don't get to see enough of her. She's kind of a <laughs> dynamic character, though. Like she she does just blindly take him at his word, but she also like figures shit out. And everyone's like, ah, you're <laughs> stupid, you dumb broad. She also talks like she's in like a 1950s show. She's like, what do you got there, handsome? <laughs> <laughs> um. I wrote, there is no passion in, ha- in the heart of this writing. The person who wrote this was definitely meeting a word count. I stand by that. <laughs> there's so much of this movie that is just blind dialogue for no reason. Like, they have a, so the same conversation twice in this hour-long movie. Ugh, so stupid. So, uh, okay. <laughs> this is where the wife's like... What aren't you telling me? What about that weird story you told me the other night? Did you leave out? <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, by the way, we also killed that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mention that part yet. They have. It's important for the story for us to know that the main character has a daughter who is a little bit older and a son who's a little bit younger. And uh, the mom figures out through talking to them that this ice cream thing is happening to all the kids and that the parents are under some kind of spell and uh, (laughs) to fall asleep at nighttime (laughs) (laughs) every night when I go home and lay down in my bed, I fall asleep and don't wake up until the next morning. (laughs) When the first time that happens, the main character's response is like, uh, like, where were you? And she's like, oh, I dozed off. And he's like, you dozed off? And then two seconds later, he's like, it's one o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Of course you dozed off. (laughs) You promised we'd be night owls together. (laughs) Why weren't you staring at the children while they sleep? (laughs) So, like we said, the writing of this is fucking terrible. Um, one of the better written characters is Verge, the fucking sociopath, um, and he turned out to be the orchestrator of they knocked all the change out of the clown's hand, so he's bending over, picking it up, and then they took the parking brake <laughs> off of the ice cream truck, and it ran him over. Dude, that was <laughs> messed up. Or as they said, this retard can't make change for a $5 bill. <laughs> 
Yeah, they use that word an awful lot. It's pretty clear that this is made between 2002 and 2010. <laughs> this was fucking premeditated murder. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it, they awesome. were like Verge made us do it but the weird thing is Papa George left he's like <laughs> I'll have no part in this bullshit and then but he still got got <laughs> <laughs> Papa George had good judgment even back then <laughs> Papa George or goddamn national church <laughs> <laughs> so that's when the husband like tells this story to his wife and he goes you need to trust me because I need to talk to Verge, so I need you to take the kids and get the hell out of here. And she was just like, N- no. <laughs> <laughs> so she uh, she was just like, why would I do that? What are you going to do that we can't be here for? And he's like, just looks out the window and makes like a drama face. And then we're coming into Verge's house where he is taking a bath in a big ass barrel like fucking Elmer Fudd. And, <laughs> and he is like Miles, you're skipping over the quote unquote scary parts of that. <laughs> is that he was already underwater and he came up like some sort of <laughs> drug addict vampire. <laughs> <laughs> And then this man screamed like a bitch. (laughs) That is true. And Virg basically was like, you're a fucking pussy. And he (laughs) came at him with a knife. (laughs) Yeah, he pulled out a knife and was like, pussy. And uh, (laughs) out of his bathtub. (laughs) His big barrel bathtub. So Verge, the actor who plays adult Verge, is very big and intimidating, but he was overacting so hard. He was going for Emmys. He's like, I'm going to get this shit. And uh, he's like, I like to rape women. And then it cuts to a little black girl (laughs) eating ice cream. And then Verge fucking melts. (laughs) And it's the coolest scene in this whole movie to watch him melt in practical effects. It it took a lot longer for Verge to die than it did anybody else. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Verge goes on to say he's not he does. He is safe because he doesn't have any kids. But in in the same breath, that's when that's when he says because uh, the main character is like Toot was in the woods, and the kid that Papa George sent to drive Toots home said that he saw you in the woods, so you were there. What happened to Toots? And he's like, "Oh, Toots, I cornholed that little fucker back in the <laughs> day," and he and he goes, and he never told nobody. <laughs> so that's where you get like, oh, he likes to rape people. <laughs> And then he's like, I ain't got no kids anyway. And then it was just some random little girl melted him. But slowly, his whole hand came off and you saw a skeleton. (laughs) And his tongue melted out of his head and shit. It was crazy, like, watching it melt and, like, the Pepto-Bismol just, like, splashing (laughs) on the ground and shit. Oh, it was so gross. And it's like like melted ice cream and blood. (laughs) Yeah, real gross. So then, uh, then main dude goes back home to his wife, and he's like, "No, seriously, let's have this exact conversation again." But this time, you say yes, okay? 
<laughs> so they do that. They have the same fucking conversation. He's like, but really, this time you, you do got to go. And we'll specify where. It's four hours away. <laughs> and they specify that by him being very intensely saying, I need you to get out of town for the safety of our family and our children. I need you to drive to your mom's. And she goes, it's four hours away. (laughs) I want these kids to be safe, but damn. (laughs) They're all asking a lot. (laughs) Okay, I wanted to say this about Lane, the main character. He reminds me of like a 90s version of like Loki or like Tom Hiddleston. (laughs) He's like, if Tom Hiddleston existed in the 90s, he'd look like that guy. oh this this movie was so fucking stupid okay so that's when we find out that their group of friends was called the west side bunch at no point did they specify that they were a tight-knit unit until that point and then i was like oh now it makes sense that they're the people who were the kids like (laughs) this was all above my head like who are these people (laughs) um so the west side bunch is their group and then uh it becomes pretty clear the bartender's next up because he's in denial. And uh, that ends up happening, I think. Um, oh, then we see that the main character, Alexa, the shit out of his house in, 19, in 2007. <laughs> he has a remote for his fucking hoses and shit. Yes. <laughs> but we get a about 10 minute scene that shows that those don't work the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's clicking at them and they're not coming on and we go to three different cuts of like this is a zoomed out shot he's pointing at this one here's a zoomed in shot he's pointing at this one and they're not working and then they do an entire loop of that again where he does it and they do work and then they do an entire loop of it again for him to shut all that shit off individually <laughs> At the end, he was like Dumbledore with the Deluminator, just like pointing at lights and they're just turning off and shit. Oh, if he was screaming wizard shit, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> yeah, um, that scene where they were showing that technology was long. Oh long, long. So long. They showed him change the batteries in the Irma. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the shit that they paid attention to, they were just trying to reach a word count. Like, <laughs> They're like, this has to be 58 minutes, no shorter. <laughs> um, so then uh, at some point in there, Papa George melts out of his 1950s car that for some reason he's driving now. And uh, like he's driving it twice. The drunk guy's driving it once. I don't understand. This car is its own character, and I feel like that's what the actual bad guy is. is no, that, that that's Papa George's car. The first time it was being driven by that kid that worked at the bar, Papa George uh, made him drive Toots home. Toots, toots home? Toots, yes. What, what the fuck is this? Toots. Are you eating quesadillas? <laughs> yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> This will be Chris for the next 10 minutes going, I don't remember that part. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, honestly, I will say I've lacked a lot of the dialogue in this movie out. Because it was just like, I was like, where could they possibly go with this? 
Um, so just to speed us through the end of this fucking movie, the mom gets the kids in the car, but the ice cream man still shows up and pulls them over essentially and freezes her car so she can't get out and then takes the kids home. And the, the main character, after he elects the shit out of his house, he's like, I have a great idea. I'm going to take this ice cream wrapper off the bottom of my shoe and I'm going to put a bunch of fucking strawberry ice cream in it and I'm going to close it. And it's going to do everything that I want it to do magically. And it like formed into the clown man inside the wrapper. So does that mean the wrapper is actually the magic part and not the ice cream? Oh, I I took it to believe that we were supposed to believe he handcrafted that to look exactly like the clown. No, he could have. Like, it, it was very strange. But I would have fucking ripped up that strawberry ice cream. Oh, my God. That shit looked so fucking good. It's like, sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> and our main character's, like, action line there is... Because what's, what's the clown's name? Booster? Buster? Buster. Buster? He's like, sorry, Buster. Everybody knows it's better homemade. And it's Dude. like, that was clearly store-brought ice cream. <laughs> I'm so happy you said that because that was that was the part that stood out to me the most of the entire show. Like, this <laughs> entire film, that line, singularly, will be the one thing I'll remember. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like an intro to CSI. <laughs> oh, Tipsy. Tipsy gets nightmares. Tipsy, hey. <laughs> or there's someone in your house again. Or there's someone in my house strangling my dog, <laughs> but I hope that's not the case. Um, so, and then I wrote, "Well, there goes bartender cop dad," and because uh, I didn't know who the fuck he was this whole movie. Cop <laughs> dad. Um, and then there's the big confrontation, and you can see that Joaquin Phoenix watched this movie and was like, "I'm going to make a movie where I'm a clown," and that's where the Joker <laughs> came from. And it's just as bad. <laughs> I don't hate that movie. I know you do, but that's another podcast. Yeah. Um, so he he blasts Buster the Clown with the sprinkler, and for some reason he freezes in place, and he apologizes, and then he's like, well, going to kill you now, and he goes to chop his head off with an axe. They wrestle around for a little bit, and he keeps splashing him with super soakers and stuff, and the clown keeps freezing in place for no reason. And uh, eventually, the kid eats the clown ice cream package, like, with the clown that is made of ice cream in it, and the clown dies, and that's the fucking movie. Yes, his son digests something that was covered in a wrapper that had been not only on this man's shoe, the ground, and inside their garbage can for a couple of days. (laughs) Gotta help that gut bio. (laughs) Kids got fucking hepatitis. (laughs) So uh, our overarching thoughts are that this was not the worst one. Definitely not the worst one. I was entertained. (laughs) I'll I'll give it that. As far as this recording goes, I think this might be my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've had some antics off mic that were scary for some of us. I I was terrified. (laughs) I'll have you know. So yeah, that was uh, that's this movie. Of all the check marks, we definitely have angry suburban dad. That's definitely a thing. Gated neighborhoods. Yeah, white uh, privilege. A lot of white privilege. Um, 
not horny, not horny yeah. at all. The most disappointing aspect. Zero horniness, but there was very good bloodshed. Yes, the, the gore is never the problem with these. Yeah, I don't know. When the clown melted, though, it was clearly computer effects from 2007, and it was like you just did that. the cool ass practical shit. <laughs> <sighs> it made me really upset that it looked so shitty from when the clown melted at the end. Yeah, it looked like Predator too. I much would rather I would have had him take that apology and then turn into like a clown angel and fly to heaven. That <laughs> <laughs> would have been a better ending. Because <laughs> it's so weird. He like freezes over places like, I'm sorry, clown man. And he's like, oh, you're really? Well, I'm sorry, too. And then he's like, all right, going to kill you again. <laughs> the main character is a bad guy. <laughs> He really was, though. Buster deserves his revenge. <laughs> uh, but there's no reason why his nose should be gone. They never explained it ever no. at any point. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, I guess that's... Is there anything else that needs to be said about this terrible fucking movie? Oh, we got to rate it, right? Do we rate it? Oh, yeah. Uh, how many missing clown noses out of five do you think this gets? I'm giving this one a three. Three missing clown noses out of five. Yes. yes. I'll give it 4.5. <laughs> really? I'm in two neighborhood. I could not. I could hardly keep my eyes open listening to their dialogue. I'm like, this is so stupid. I'm drooling onto my shirt just like ice cream. Good. Like, okay. <laughs> I couldn't have been more entertained. <laughs> <laughs> that's how i felt i was just like what is happening right now from the opening scene i was like this is so dumb i need to keep watching i'm gonna go as far as to say this if i had seen that wife's tits this would be a five <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't hurt that's for sure she was a good looking woman Ugh. anyway so uh well audience until next week Here's these fellas' commercials. And be sure to check out my other podcast. It is the Geek Peak Podcast. It's available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. That's Geek Peak Like a Mountain. At the Geek Peak, we strive to bring you the best of the pop culture multiverse. We're going to show you some new songs. We're going to show you some new TV shows, movies, video games. You name it, we're covering it. We always try to save you time. Check us out. We're a content recommendation podcast. We also like to have some beers or some adult cocktails and have a good time. So be sure to check out our show. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at GeekPeakPod. And additionally, check out our website, GeekPeakPod.com. That's where we have all of our episodes hosted. We got pictures of our drinks. We've got links to all of our merch and our Patreon account. So be sure to check that out. And uh, thank you for the support. If you liked me on here, feel free to check out my show, the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. We're available anywhere podcasts are found. If you want to reach out to our show, feel free to do so on social media. We are FMBN Podcast on Twitter, FMBN the number four and the letter U on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I hope you're enjoying the October episodes where we talk about the Masters of Horror. I just want you to know if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me, discdumppod at gmail.com. On Twitter, I'm at 
the disc dump on instagram disc dump podcast facebook the disc dump podcast page or you can join the disc dump podcast fans group and start the discussion please don't forget to rate review and subscribe thank you guys for listening have a googly halloween <laughs>